Dear Colgate, I love that you love that I love being at home. You even let me whiten my teeth from home. Because you know how I feel about getting up from my cloud couch. The Colgate Optic White LED Kit gives professional level results in just 10 minutes a day for 10 days when used as directed. And that's why, Colgate, I want you to meet my parents. Because ever since meeting you, I've been living life to the brightest. Colgate Optic White. Find it at all major retailers. Four. Quiet down, quiet down. It makes we your eyes bleed and your head explode. We have the <laughs> rabbi on, we have the rabbi on hold, and I'm not gonna allow, allow you to go to, go to hell because you have your own rabbi on hold. Let's, <laughs> let's call. Save us, rabbi. Rabbi, uh, tell us uh, that, uh, everything's okay and, uh, you weren't really upset for being on hold for a minute. Well, first of all, I'm, I'm on, so now you have two Jews and two Christians. I've even the score. <laughs> Secondly, John. We got you outnumbered. Chad is here, too. <laughs> oh, Chad, but oh, some of Chad's best guys. friends are Jewish. Let the record be clear. You know, we all used, remember, we used to be all Jews years ago, but then you all, you all formed your own franchise. You're talking, <laughs> about, oh, you're talking about the Board of Education. <laughs> but don't forget. <laughs> I'm 3% Jewish. That means I can vote either way. That's right. You're 10% or whatever. Wait, 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 wait. You went down and you used to tell me you were 6%. What happened? It's 3%. 3%. Oh, okay. he, you know, he went to Ancestry.com where the guy who owns it is Jewish. So everybody wants to Jewish. 23 you know, and me only had 1.5%. John, I think you teach us what Labor Day is. It's the day the boss has to work and everybody else takes off. People so, do uh, what you do, it. not what you think they should do. <laughs> John, thank, let me begin with a thank you to you. Let me and, and everyone at WABC, uh, you've allowed Reverend A. Albert R. and I to come on the air week after week to present our views. Um, no one imposes any view on us. We're free to speak as we want. And it's very refreshing to have that exchange because how rare it is that you can sit down at a table, talk to one another with full respect for each other, even when you disagree. So you have afforded us uh, – that chance and Andrew number Giuliani one priority is, is to tell the truth right and that's that's religious tradition as well the world is is built on truth it is said Andrew Giuliani is there yes rabbi how are you thank you for Andrew, coming and saving I us this you, morning I knew you before you were born you know uh, <laughs> well, what was I uh how do I how do I put this the right way was I much, as much did of a pain before I was born as I am <laughs> born now I, I just <laughs> You're a Giuliani. I say that is who you talk to, right? <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I, you know, everybody says Andrew Giuliani has a great future. I think he has a great present uh, because he really is a, an example uh, of a person with a backbone, a jawbone. Uh, it's a great honor to know Andrew, you and the family all of these years. And I'm indebted to your father. You may not know this, but your father asked me to serve as chaplain of FDNY, one of the great yeah. honors of my life. And I will always remember him for that. Whenever I see him, I say, thank you, because without you, this would not have happened. Well, Rabbi, considering all your close work with the FDNY and, and all the work that you've done throughout the years, what, what, is, what is the solution for turning around what we've seen as, uh, you know, this senseless crime going up, serious crime going up 40 percent from year over year over here? What, what do you see from your perspective? You know, I was talking with a friend of mine who said, if Ed Koch were alive, uh, he would go into these neighborhoods, and I believe your dad would do the same. You go into these neighborhoods that are being pummeled by crime and saying to them, your leadership, your politicians that you, you voted for, these are the per people who are 
you know, contributing to this demise of our city. And unless you do something about it, it's not going to change. It's in your hands. We can't allow them to run away with it. I mean, people, as you know, you talk about, you know, crime. If we don't solve crime, New York is finished. John has said that many times. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to hold people accountable. And the only way you do that is at the ballot box. Yeah. Otherwise, we're changing the name to Dodge City. Yeah. Yeah, it certainly yeah, feels no, it's, it's very sad because we remember uh, what New York was, what it should be. Not we don't want to remember what it is. Uh, th- th- this is inexcusable. When I hear people moving to all these different states, and you ask them why, well, one of the primary reasons is because we're afraid to walk out in the street. Yeah, we and, have families. And, and Rabbi, the difference now that I'm seeing is you're not just seeing it with retirees, with people in their 70s, 60s, 70s, 80s. You're seeing it with Young families, you see it with people in their 30s that are looking and saying, you know what, I don't feel as safe in New York. They're doing a cost analysis assessment and saying, hey, I'm paying a premium for being in New York. I should at least feel a little safer and I should feel like I'm getting some services. And I think, unfortunately, too many New Yorkers are looking and saying, I'm paying this premium and I feel less safe. And by the way, maybe there are more opportunities somewhere else. That shouldn't be that. That's not New York. When you think about the New York that goes back to you know the Dutch West Indies Company and you know the 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 trading the trading that we go back four hundred years. It just doesn't feel like New York should be a place where we're losing people. Right. We, everybody wanted to be in New York. Look, I'm from Boston. I came to New York. Oh no, another Boston Red Sox fan. <laughs> oh my God. Say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. You know, if I were a Yankee fan, I'd be very nervous right now. But I'm here to comfort you. Just come to see me. I'll bring you comfort. Uh, New York. That's very New, New Testament of you, there, Rabbi. Everybody wanted to be here. What do you hear now? You hear Florida. You hear Texas. You hear North Carolina. I said. Uh, at a wedding I had to do last night. And all they were talking about was North Carolina. That shouldn't be. With all due respect to other states, we should be the place, the go-to place for people. And unfortunately, we've lost that distinction. So, Rabbi, you brought up, and we brought up a little baseball here, so I just want to shift over there and, and just ask. Aaron Judge yesterday hit his 53rd home run. As a Red Sox fan, would you, if he hits 62 home runs, would you consider him the all-time leader, or is that number still 73, considering everything that happened during the steroid era of baseball? Look, I, I say this. I, I respect talent, and he's a very, very talented guy, and he's a very good guy. Yeah. Uh, I've heard him in interviews. Uh, he's a person who's deserving of recognition. And, you know, look, you know, we fans, we go crazy for our teams. All of these players are friends with one another. So he's able to, to achieve that. Good luck to him. Uh, and all hats off to him. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. As a Jew, hats on for him. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, Shalom. Know, he really, he, des- he deserves the, the recognition and, and the respect. Uh, so we're happy. We're happy for him if he does it. I, I just wish I was his agent negotiating his contract. I mean, that, yeah, he, he will get whatever he wants. Yeah, how about uh, he turned down last year, I think it was $215 million over seven years, and that turned out to be – is going to be absolutely one of the best deals. He's going to he's on pace to set the Yankee home run record right now. So he'll have uh, he'll be able to eat pretty well over I the next. I turned down that with John as well. He never offered. <laughs> it, but I turned it down. I said I'm not taking that kind of money from you. <laughs> well, 
Thank you, Rabbi. We're coming up on a break, and we hope you have a great weekend with the family. Yeah, you know and, what, John? Uh, I, someone, I went to a funeral recently. A person said he saw his dreams during his lifetime. I think all of us hope that we will see the dreams for our city, for our country, in our lifetime. Thanks. Have a great well, Thank day. you for thank the you blessing, Rabbi. Rabbi. And we're going to be taking a break, and we're going to be coming back. And we think Dr. Michalos may be calling in to tell us how, if you're Jewish, how you live to be 118. If you're a Christian, live to at least 120. <laughs> discrimination. Discrimination. <laughs> Two years difference. <laughs> If you've had an accident, trust Gabo Law, personal injury and medical malpractice attorneys with decades of experience who will provide the attention you deserve and deliver the best possible results in the shortest amount of time. Gabo Law has recovered millions for their clients and will be able to help you. But don't take our word for it. Read all of their five-star reviews from former clients on Google, Avvo, and Facebook. Call Gabo Law today at 800-560-0214 for a free consultation or email at Info at GaboLaw.com. Gabo Law, where winning is no accident.